Hello, Property Nomads. Hope you're well. We've got a blockbuster interview for you today. We're exploring solar panels for landlords. We're also exploring solar panels for your own home as well. Today's interview is with Greg Chambers of MakeMyHouseGreen.com. I can tell you now, I'm doing this intro after we've done the recording. It's a cracking, cracking interview. Greg is so enthusiastic and passionate uh, about this project and about creating this win-win in the landlord-tenant sphere. Of course, you don't have to be a landlord to listen to this episode. This We are talking about solar panels in general. Yes, the focus is on landlords and tenants and creating a win-win situation there. But also, if you own your own home and you are thinking about putting solar panels onto your home, then we go through the benefits in this interview as well. It really is absolutely cracking. Uh, there's also a special offer for you at the end. So make sure you listen all the way through. I'll just give you a little a bit of an intro to Make My House Green. Uh, Make My House Green helps people understand what green home solutions are right for them. People can start by using the free online solar calculator at makemyhousegreen.com. Uh, the link for that is in the show notes. If they like what they see in terms of costs and forecast savings, then they can work with one of the experts uh, in order to design and install the right system for them. Backed by Nationwide Building Society and working with partners like Santander and Wix, Make My House Green is helping to empower as many people as possible to get the right thing for them to save money on their energy bills, as well as reducing their carbon footprint. As I said at the start, there's a special offer for you for listening to this episode, and that special offer is at the end. I had a great time recording this with Greg. I love Greg's enthusiasm and there's so much great content coming out of this episode. So without further ado, um, here is the interview with Greg Chambers of MakeMyHouseGreen.com. Greg, welcome to Property Nomads. I've been really looking forward to this, actually, since we started emailing back and forth a little while ago. Um, because what we're going to talk about, and, and to the listeners as well, there's a special offer at the end. So check mm. out the end of the podcast as well. Um Landlords, solar panels, all, all this technology and yeah. things that are moving forwards. Um, but before we sort of dive into that, could you just give a little bit of background about uh, yourself as uh, an individual, what we're doing before, you, what you were doing now? Sure. Yeah. And um, firstly, thank you for having me. Uh, I've been looking forward to this too. Um, this is really quite exciting. Um, so I'm Greg. I'm head of product and customer experience. Um, I've got kind of a couple of roles within the business. First on the product side is to make sure that we really understand our customer problems and ultimately design and deliver a solution that actually solves those problems for them. So it creates that value. On the customer experience side, I work with our, our CX team to deliver what we call the effortless experience. So if there's a problem, a question, um, we solve that problem or deliver the answer with as little perceived effort as possible. So we try to make it really nice and easy to work with us. Um, the reason I think those two work really well together is that uh, both require listening to customers. So if there's a problem or a question, that's really useful. Like, how do we solve that? But also, how, how can I take that into the product world and say, well, how can we prevent that question from coming up in the first place? So that's kind of my role within the business. Um, I've been with the company for about three and a half years now. Um, and seen it through various different uh, evolutions and iterations. But before Make My House Green, I was, uh, I've had quite a varied career. So I started with a, 
uh, a degree in engineering, did a master's in renewable energy because I, I wanted to save the world. Um, and then I went into consulting. Um, so I spent a few years as an operational consultant working with large scale organizations from kind of um, how to deliver a service across a larger cohort of users. So service users, if it's kind of a government based service delivery model um, or um, build something. So large scale manufacturing programs, how do we reduce the cost base or deliver that project in a shorter amount of time? So some really huge projects, really interesting problems to solve. And one of the things I loved about it was that working at pace, which is which is great, solving interesting problems. Um, but we never did anything in the sustainability or environment space. So I then moved into central government um, and I worked for the Department for Business, Energy and Industrial Strategy for a couple of years as a policy manager working on um, what I what I would call the biggest um, emissions reduction policy that nobody's heard of, which is the emissions trading system. Um, so it's a huge scheme that helps reduce emissions across the largest emitters in the UK. So um, industrial emitters, chemicals, that kind of thing. Um, but what, what it kind of gave me in terms of environmental and sustainability, big box ticked, it didn't give me in terms of working at pace. Um, so being kind of within government, um, I found it wasn't necessarily the environment for me. Uh, it is for others. Um, some people love being kind of at the heart of decision making in a seat of power. Um, but I, I think I found I preferred to be on front lines. So um, my next step uh, after days was was to join Make My House Green, essentially to get back on that front line. Um, and now I feel like we've, I've got the best of both worlds. So I am able to work at pace uh, on the front line, delivering something that I'm, I'm really passionate and believe strongly in. Oh, fantastic. I'm sure there's going to be people listening to that that would not associate government and fast paced uh, with, <laughs> with anything. Um, to, yeah. to be to be perfectly honest, that, yeah. that's um, no good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. Sort of, uh, you, you're in a position where you know you're thriving because it meets your needs, basically, which is which is good. Um, just for caveat purposes, before we crack on with solar panels, one, I will say that I do do some surveying for make my house green. So. For people that, you know, regular listeners to the show, there is some association here. This interview is not just plucked out of the middle of nowhere because there is a working relationship yeah. there as well. So solar panels becoming quite prevalent at the moment, uh, mm -hmm. mainly really, well, people that want to, you know, be more environmentally friendly, et cetera, et cetera, but also uh, with changes to energy performance certificate regulations. I know from experience of producing the certificates myself, if you plop some solar panels on, you know, your rating nine times out of 10 is going to be substantially higher. So that's one benefit. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and uh, from, from the surveying I've done, it's for homeowners, people that are looking to become more self-sufficient, et cetera. But we're here to talk about um, something that's a win-win for landlords and, and tenants. And this is sort of the section where I'll, I'll just ask a leading question because uh, <laughs> the floor is going to be all yours. So, Make My House Green have been working on um, a few things in the background, uh, a couple of mm -hmm. schemes that are going to really help both sets of parties. Um, I don't really know where to start, but uh, t tell, us sure. what you can, yeah, tell us what you can and, and how it can benefit <laughs> people. Yeah, I'd be delighted to. Uh, I think partly because any of my colleagues that are listening so far, all I've spoken about is me, um, which will be hilarious. So what I'll do is I'll just talk a little bit about Make My House Green, what we do in general, what we've been up to. Um, and then I'll kind of steer it towards uh, the space that we've been playing in, the stuff that we've been testing for landlords specifically, because um, I think that'll be the stuff that's interesting. But it, it has to be based on that initial context. So um, Make My House Green, uh, to start with, is is a platform that helps people work out what green home solutions are right for them. So with 
a few questions, a few bits of information, we can present you with the data that says, here's how many panels you can fit on your roof, here's how much that might cost, and here's how much you can save, both on your energy bills and in terms of your carbon footprint. And all of that is freely accessible, free to use for everybody. Um, quick plug, makemyhousegreen.com is where they can do that. Um, just answer a few questions, go through that funnel. Once you've done that, if you like what you see and you think actually those numbers work for me, um, you can then work with one of our experts to more accurately design a system. Um, so you can get something that actually fits for your house. You can get an expert to do that for you. Um, and then ultimately we work with you to get that installed. So we're essentially the, the partner from kind of initial questions of should I get solar to great, I've got solar, what's next? Um, so that's kind of what we've been doing for the last few years. Uh, along that journey, we've we've had the privilege of working with a few key partners, um, so investors and partners uh, like Nationwide Building Society. Um, so it's fantastic to have their backing uh, both in us as a business, so they've invested in us, um, as well as kind of a recommendation to their their member base. Um, the reason I mentioned that is that I think it's important for customers when they're looking for a partner. Who am I going to choose to get on my roof to install these panels and to deliver this? What essentially is a long-term investment? Um, it, it really adds value for them to be able to say, actually, I'm going to choose a company that I know I can trust. And Nationwide is uh, a, a really nice marker for that. They've done their due diligence in us. Um, and part of our working with them means that we have to continue to do due diligence in all the installation teams that we work with, as well as all the kit that we use. Um, so throughout the process, it just means that, that we're kind of looking to make sure that we deliver and use quality stuff. Um, we then move into the landlord space. We say, great, we've been we've been helping homeowners, um, owner occupiers deliver those savings, get those um, carbon reductions, those bill reductions um, uh, across their properties. Um, how can we help others? Landlords is a is a, a group is one that we're interested in. I'm a, I'm a landlord myself. Um, and so we're kind of looking to understand how we can help them um, as well as help their tenants. Uh, to be honest, we actually started looking at a proposition, which is where we could install panels and then add a meter that would allow the landlord to then bill the tenant for direct use of the energy that comes from the solar panels. Um, the When we tested that, we actually found that it would be a bit more expensive to offer. It would require an ongoing service fee because essentially we'd end up having to become a regulated supplier. Um, and actually for kind of the, the payback, it didn't really make sense. So through working with a, a small group of landlords who we've been testing this with, we actually found that it's much simpler to say, when we put those panels on that property, we can estimate that it's going to save you roughly 600 pounds a year. And so what you can do is actually just add 50 pounds a month to your, your rental agreement with your tenant. They then see that reduction on their energy bill. Um, so then that position as a tenant is exactly the same. They're just paying a little bit extra to the landlord and a little bit less to the energy company. As a landlord, that also gives you flexibility. So if you want to say, actually, I'm only going to add 40 on, that's fine. You can add 40 on. Um, and then the final point is that landlords can then sell the excess energy because they own the property and the solar panels. Any energy that the tenant doesn't use, you can plug straight back into the grid and sell. Um, and if you rewind kind of a year, 18 months, the rate that you could sell that for was about 5p a kilowatt hour which is ridiculous when you're buying it for 33. Um, but now we're seeing tariffs come onto the market. So there are a couple um, that are available where you can you can earn between 15 and 17p per kilowatt hour. So it's becoming much more exciting, much more profitable to sell that excess back to the grid. Um, the only other thing I would say is that 
from a, a an owner-occupied domestic install perspective, we find that lots of people get value from batteries, um, but that's where they're able to kind of generate excess during the day, store it, and then use it themselves in the evening. Um, that may or may not be the case with landlords. Um, and so what we what we tend to do is kind of work with them to understand what the usage type for their property might be. But because it can be variable, you've got a tenant in there this year, you might have a different tenant in there in six months' time who has a very different usage profile. The calculations that we run to say, yeah, battery would make sense for you now, might not be true in six months. So what we tend to find is that we, we kind of advise a bit of caution on the battery side. If you're adamant that you want to maximize the energy efficiency and the green credentials of your property because you think that'll attract a really good tenant, Will give you choice of tenants then sure go for it a battery will make sense um but from uh the perspective of our job helping you find and install the right thing for you um that that's kind of a question mark solar panels definitely do make sense um but batteries is is a question mark for landlords at this point yeah that that make that makes sense to I me mean, i know from surveying experience um i have never to my knowledge when i've gone around surveying for make my house green i've never dealt with a landlord it's always been owner occupiers you know my my advice is it's very generic uh, ultimately it's up to you you're the one that owns a home do yeah. you know you have to do what works for you but i've always said to people to look potentially look at the battery purely because the cost uh, of sending back to the grid is, is pittance now from the information you've just said actually it sounds like things are starting to get a bit better so that's yeah. that that's a win-win but uh, Going back, going back to the landlord side, um, mm -hmm. one, one question that springs to mind, and hopefully this doesn't catch you off guard, because I've just thought of it, is um, people might be listening to this, making an assumption of having your tenant, uh, you know, in, in the home, and we're talking domestic dwellings. Is there anything in the commercial space? Um, or is it just the same principle? Do you have anything in, lined up for people that might be listening to uh, commercial landlords? The short answer is maybe. Um, so we're okay. always we're always exploring. I think our expertise, our experience lies in the owner occupied domestic space. The landlord space is something that we're kind of working with, but on a smaller, um, smaller scale. At the moment, the plus for that is that we're working very closely with the landlords that we are working with. Um, so they're giving us feedback, what's working, what's not. Um, on the commercial side, we are exploring things, but we're not we're not kind of aggressively pursuing that. So for clarity, that means um office spaces where there's a huge amount of roof space and you might want to then plug um the free energy into that into that office building um or even flats where you want to say actually we've got some communal energy that gets used for lighting or hallways or whatever um or even assisted living locations so somewhere where actually part of the the residence fee for living there includes um bills and so as a as a landlord for that type of property plugging in this free energy actually makes a bit more sense and that's certainly a, a place that we're interested in but as i say it's not something we're aggressively pursuing uh, but as part of our testing it might be that that's one of the areas where we can add the most value and landlords of that type of property can see the most benefit um, so yeah very open to that watch this space effectively <laughs> essentially yes it's, it's that's the case and um, so so we discussed the, the benefits there to parties involved and i'm just trying to think of a uh, like you said, you're a landlord as well. I'm a landlord. I'm trying mm. to get into a landlord's head. Yeah. Um, let's just say landlords listen to this and they go, yeah, actually, I quite like the sound of this. I like the idea. Um, I want to get in contact and, and see how the process works. Uh, are you able to run through the, the process for me? So let's just say yeah. I'm a landlord. 
Um, I'm listening to this podcast. Oh, make my house green. Okay, I'll click on the website. What what would happen next in in an ideal world? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So uh, I think we're going to put a link in the show notes. Is that right? To correct to links website, in yeah. all the links in the show notes. Yeah. Great. So start there. Um, you'll land on a website. There's a there's essentially a quick form that will ask you a few questions. Answer those about your your tenanted property, not your own, unless of course you want to assess your own as well. Mm. Um, but you'll go through. There are just for clarity, the questions in there are location. So where's the property? Um, we need that because we essentially need to understand the the roof space that we've got available, as well as map the weather data. So how much sun do we expect to see on that property? Um, there are also things like um, number of occupants and your average expected energy bill. In that initial flow, that's just a simple range of expected value. So it's not I need the pounds and pence uh, figure of what, what's the energy bill, because I appreciate for, for landlords, they might not know that for the tenant. Um, but there are ranges that you can select. Again, uh, there's a there's an energy profile. So how do we use energy? Um, there are two like really common energy profiles, um, and you can see those in there. Um, so there are things like, where do I use most of my energy? Do I see nothing throughout the day? And then big evening peak when everybody returns home from work. And um, do I use more in the evening? Um, or... Um, do I perhaps use more throughout the day? Is it a fairly steady use of energy? And you can take a, a fairly good stab at this. If you know that all of your tenants uh, work during the day and they work away from the home, then you're going to be quite low there and then they return. Um, so you're going to see that spike in the evening. If they both work from home, let's say you've got two tenants, um, then actually you're going to see a steadier use throughout the day. So you can take a, a good guess at that. And this is all to help us model the expected savings that you might see from that property. So once you've answered those questions, you'll land on essentially what's called our, our roof selector. So based on the address that you popped in, you'll be then able to outline your roof. We can then calculate how much space we've got and therefore how many panels you might be able to fit. We'll also ask you what direction it faces, so southeast, northwest, etc. And then uh, after that, you land on the model. Um, so this has a little graph on the left and then some selectors on the right. So this is a real opportunity to have a play. So this is where you get the figures about how much it's going to cost, how much you're going to save. And then you can tweak loads of things. So you can say, well, what happens if I get two more panels? Does that What does that do to my return on investment? What happens if I get a battery? What happens if I increase the size of the battery? Um, and probably more for owner occupiers, there are other things like what happens if I plug in an electric vehicle or get something called an immersion diverter, which diverts excess electricity into your um, hot water tank. So it says instead of selling it back to the grid or if I can't store it in a battery, just throw that into the hot water tank and save that for later. So there are little options like that that you can have a play with. Again, possibly more interesting for owner occupiers, but that's all possible in there. And all the time, any change you can make, you can see how much it's going to cost and how much it's going to save. Um, if they like what they see, there's a big button at the bottom that says click uh, get detailed quotes, the green button. Uh, and then you just choose a time and book a call with one of our experts. The process from there is, is essentially um, to understand more about you. So you get connected with one of our gurus. Um, we'll understand your goals, what you're trying to achieve. We'll, we'll then design with you, as I said earlier, a few options that might work for you given your criteria. Um, we'll then do to start with a remote survey, uh, which is just kind of gathering more photos, um, doing a video call to look at specific things in the property. So we're, we're kind of checking for a few things like um, how do we get access to the roof? Is the ground nice and flat and stable outside? Can we get scaffolding? Should we use a tower? Um, and other things like um, what's the state of your consumer unit and the fuse board? So is there a slot in there that we can plug the solar panels in or do we need to bring an extension um, or an additional box? So those are the sorts of things that we'll do in the remote survey. It's nothing too technical and the gurus will guide you through that process. 
Um, and then ultimately, if you like what you're seeing, you, you think one of those options can work for you, we then pay a deposit um, and we just choose a date. And at the moment, typical lead times from kind of paying deposit to getting getting panels on roof is between three and six weeks. And so thankfully, DNOs, the district network operators, the guys that manage the grid um, or the, the, the kind of the locations of the grid across the country um, have improved the pace at which they can kind of operate and allow people to do these sorts of things. So. Um, it was a bit of a blocker last year, um, uh, so it slowed, slowed a few companies down, um, but thankfully uh, it's much, much quicker at the moment. So as I say, three to six weeks from from deposit to install, which is really exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that time frame. Um, but I'm probably going to ask you that off air, to be fair, <laughs> um, to, given experiences I've had speaking to people uh, last year. But that, that's good. So actually mm. from getting it from A to B, it's relatively seamless, and I can say that from Vinition, from speaking with customers as well, that right. um, it's relatively relatively seamless. Uh, you know, works like clockwork, and and the lead times from what you've just said have drastically uh, improved. So that's yeah. really really good. Um, I'm just trying to think out loud here. So the, the in my head, what I've got is if you're a landlord, that the benefits you're going to get from this is that um, from from an aesthetics point of view, you're you're property might look better some yep. properties do look better with your solar panels on which is good um your the odds of your energy performance rating increasing are very high um, mm. i'm not the energy performance software so i never like to guarantee that it's going to go up but the, the, the odds are that your energy certificate rating is going to go higher which again is great because that solves all those regulation bits and bobs mm -hmm. uh, and also you could then possibly charge the tenants uh, more rent, which from an accounting point of view is going to look better when you do your accounts at the end of each year. So that they're to me, they're the three wins that I can think of. Am I missing anything, Greg, from a landlord? Uh, I think the, the the property value can also increase. So depending on the location, and I will say that it depends. In some areas, okay. adding solar panels does not, or there's no evidence yet to suggest that it does add value. But in others, there is evidence to suggest that it does. So essentially, you can command a premium for the resale value. So if you're in an area where prospective buyers would value solar panels, then you can command that premium and see that property value increase. If you're not, then you can't. Um, and the reason I'm being a bit vague is because it's so location dependent. Um, best point of knowledge for this is probably estate agents um so talk to estate agents in your area or the area that you're interested in to understand whether you would be able to get the premium for the panels but there there can be quite good up um uh, quite a good upside to that um, the other side of this is that when you do sell the, the solar panel installation is classified as a capital expenditure which you can then deduct so it's tax deductible um so this this upfront cost actually is tax deductible which is another advantage if you're looking to resell but i appreciate many landlords are in it for for the long haul and so resale might not be a thing that that interests them um i think those those are those are the key things um we have also seen some landlords say that because they've got panels on the property they're able to get more tenants apply so if they're looking to fill a property where it's become or about to become vacant because it's got that green credential really quite visibly it becomes a more attractive proposition to some uh, some tenants and they say yeah i'm going to choose this over that because people are becoming more and more conscious of their carbon footprint um and so this kind of is a double whammy if they can say their energy bills are going to be lower because they will be um and they're they're using a large proportion of their energy, like coming from a green source. Two big boxes ticked. Um, 
and being a landlord myself, I know the value of being able to choose from a selection of tenants. If I'm in a position where it's like, ah, I want to avoid a void, I, I, sometimes yeah. you can rush into a decision. Um, and having more options, uh, from my experience at the very least, is is better in terms of tenants. And this gives you that. I think uh, the worst tax deductible I think have pricked the ears up of a lot of people, um, <laughs> to be honest with you, <laughs> listening, yeah. listening to that. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that all sounds fantastic. I mean, I, I'm not able to think of any other questions that would be uh, suitable for this discussion. So let, let's just recap what we've gone through. So we have gone through the fact that in the last couple of years, Make My House Green have been predominantly... Uh, looking at owner occupiers we're now moving into the landlord or sorry I'm afraid that's how I work for the company as uh, <laughs> house green and now going into the uh you know landlord tenant um area at the moment predominantly residential watch this space mm-hmm. for commercial and other forms of, of of property moving forwards yeah and in order to um get a quote and and to see what's possible you head to the website links in the show notes Head to the website. You can have a, a play around a little bit with the software tools. Uh, the gurus are on hand to help you. And again, I can say that from experience. They definitely do Great. help. They're absolutely fantastic. And then you can work with the team. And you're saying to me that the lead time at, at the moment, as a time of recording this, is anywhere between three to six weeks because of DNOs, the network operators have um, cleaned their game up for, for yeah. want of a better way. So to me, that all sounds relatively uh, straightforward, Greg. Perfect. Cool. I, yeah, I think you've, you've summarized it really accurately. I think the only other thing to say is that I, I'm i really passionate about this. Like It was the reason I chose to work for Make My House Green. It's, it's something that I, I think is necessary, valuable, um, and I'm I'm really proud to work for the business. Um, and I think I'm, I'm really glad to hear from your perspective that your engagement with the gurus and the rest of the ops team has been similar um i i think if there's a landlord out there that says i'd be curious to see if this works financially if the answer is yes that's fantastic um because there's also the additional benefit of putting more clean green electrons on the grid um so it, the, the more that we can do that and i, I don't want to kind of get on, on my uh, high horse or soapbox here um but i think like we're in a position where, where this is absolutely necessary and I'm, I'm really really pleased that we can make that necessary shift in a financially viable way. Um, I think it's fantastic that the market, the shape uh, of it has come to the point where that's absolutely possible. Yeah, and um, that's good to hear. It's good to have people that are passionate uh, and inspired to do what they do. So it's always good to hear, you know, people like yourself, Greg, no matter what it is, we believe in or, or whatever, um, the, the fact that you, you've got the passion, you're inspired to do this, and you can tell from listening to you that, you know, that, that fire, uh, dare I say, is is inside you. And we mentioned at the start there, special offer for people listening to yes. the podcast. We might as well get around to yeah, sure. that because people are probably sat on their hands thinking, oh, tell me what it is, <laughs> tell me what it is. So, yeah, we've got a little special offer for, for listeners uh, listening to this on, on podcast or YouTube. Uh, yeah. It, it, essentially, what we'd love to do is anybody that uses um, the link in the show notes, to come through the website will get a hundred pound discount so um all they need to do is use that link and it will be applied if you don't see it applied in the model there'll be a nice big green banner that says you've got a hundred pound discount if you don't see that just let us know as you go through the process uh, and we should be able to to apply that and um, all you need to reference is this podcast this conversation um, and we can do that it's not a problem at all but if you use the link that should be in there 
Perfect. And as we said at the start, we will put the uh, the links into the show notes. If you're watching this on YouTube, they'll be in the description uh, below us, which is great. Uh, and yet, just reference Property Nomads and the team will deal with everything. Uh, Greg, I've got nothing else in my sound That all sounds fantastic. Uh, so I would urge people to at least explore and have a play around with it and, and see what can be done. Even if you look at this from an owner-occupier point of view, um, mm. definitely worth having a play around on the website. Um, any, it, apart from the offer, is there anything else to add? Any any final words um, before we wrap up? Uh, no, I think from my perspective, thank you. I think this is really, really interesting conversation, really, really useful to kind of share lots of this. Um, I think the only other thing to say is at the start, I mentioned that we kind of test and iterate. I love feedback. We love feedback. It's the only way that we can grow and improve this offering. So even if somebody uses the model, uses the website and says, actually, it's not for me or this isn't quite right for me, I'd love to know why. Um, so please do drop us an email. Um, again, if I could share an email with you, Rob, that would be fantastic. Like I'm, I'm all I'm all ears. So any way that we can make this work for more people, whether that's the platform, the process, or the ultimate product that people buy, um, again, I'm very grateful for any feedback that people are willing to share. Yeah, perfect. And if there is a, a, a contact email address there, again, just look in the show notes. All the information will be in the show notes for you. Well, Greg, no, superb. It's been absolutely fantastic. Um, superb. Thanks for the information. I'm sure people can get a lot from this as well. And maybe when the uh, testing of the uh, commercial stuff, it, it basically, let's grab an interview again at some point. Sure. If there's any development yeah, on that side, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. That would be great. Well, thank you very much. Uh, see you soon. Excellent. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for listening to Property Nomads. In order to find out what we get up to outside of the podcast, please do go and subscribe to our newsletter at tpnpodcast.com. That's tpnpodcast.com. Scroll down on the main page. Join the TPN newsletter. It only comes out once a month. You'll also get a free gift for joining the mailing list as well and you will then have access to other things that we offer outside of the podcast so once again head over to tpnpodcast.com mm-hmm.